I greet the saints in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Um, Happy New Year to you all. Uh, What a great time to be alive um, with the privilege from God to see 2020. We have uh, brothers and sisters um, who lost their lives uh, festive season uh, through my accidents, some through sicknesses and um, you know some is in Zimbabwe we can't even explain what they are but it's like, it's as if it was marked that you cannot cross 2019 to 2020 and so for us to be alive there must be something that God has kept us for. There must be a reason. And it is that reason that we are asking God to fulfill in our lives this year in 2020. Amen. It's a great time to be alive also because um, I think in the history of humanity, there's never been a time where technology has been um, on this level. Any time of the day when you want to communicate, whether it's in the middle of the night or whatever time, you can do whatever you want. The click of a button, you are connected to somebody who is in America. You can do whatever you want, you know. And yet, one funny thing is that in the midst of such technology, people are so stressed and lonely when they have everyone on their fingertips. (laughs) You can talk to anyone any time of the day, and yet people are stressed and lonely. And you ask yourself, what is the reason? Why do we feel empty? Why do we feel empty when we have everything, yet we have nothing? (laughs) And one of the reasons uh, when you study psychology, let me spoil you a bit, (laughs) is that uh, social media has uh, 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 given us this idea that there is an ideal you and there is a real you. Whatever we post on social media is not the real you. It's the ideal you. Because those photos, when you are fat, you don't post them. You have to save information that you are going to post on social media. So whenever you are saving something, it means there is something that you are hiding. Alright? So whenever we post on social media, we post those photos. Whenever you are eating something nice, that's where you post food. But when it's garbage, you don't post. You know? Giving people this idea that you are living this kind of life when you have this desire to be loved for who you are. So when you are alone and you have taken out your weave, and some of us have taken out our teeth, (laughs) you now have this longing inside of you to say, if I can have somebody who can love me without these teeth, if I can have somebody who can love me without this weave, But we thank God for Jesus Christ because he loves us with or without those things. 
And so as we enter 2020, we want to take out that mask of uh, social media so that we can be who God wants us to be. And we can stop uh, pretending to be other people, but be ourselves. Amen. Uh, it was also my birthday yesterday. Uh, turning uh, many, many years. <laughs> and I thank God for giving me a privilege to be alive uh, at such a time. Um, we are going to read from the book of Matthew chapter 15. And we're going to read uh, from verse 21 up to verse 28. From verse 21 up to verse 28. Matthew chapter 15, from verse 21 up to verse 28. Um, I'll read in, uh, while you're listening. Then Jesus went out from there and departed to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came from that region and cried out to him, saying, Have mercy on me. O Lord, son of David, my daughter is severely demon-possessed. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she cries out after us. But he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. And, he say, and she said, Yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said to her, O oh, woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. Amen. Um. I'm still praying to God that uh, he can sharpen up my uh, preaching skills. I know I can teach, but I'm still trying to get this other <laughs> uh, a, a, a spiritual gift of preaching. So by 2020, uh, when 2020 comes to an end, I'll be a great preacher because I'm working on it. <laughs> okay. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm asking you to be with me as uh, we go through this passage. Don't sleep because you'll be discouraging me or, uh, or while I'm sharpening my skills on preaching. And, but apart from, 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 from uh, encouraging me, uh, it is not also good to sleep in the presence of an almighty God like the one we are worshipping. It's disrespect to God to sleep while he is speaking. Amen? So, um, uh, bear with me. We'll go through this passage together, and uh, I hope there is a lot that uh, we will learn at the end of the day as we finish this passage. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for, the, for your word, and as we look onto, onto it, I pray that you may imbue your spirit on us and explain it to us so that at the end of the day, we may say we were with the Lord. He spoke once and we heard him twice. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Um, here on verse 21, we are told that Jesus went out. It was a busy day for Jesus Christ. 
And then so Jesus Christ says to his disciples, guys, you know what? Let us go and uh, retire. Let us go and have, you know, some time alone uh, on Tyre and Sidon. So for you to understand properly Tyre and Sidon, Tyre and Sidon are under Syria. They are not under Israel. So it's like they are taking their passports and they are going on the other side to Mozambique to say, uh, let us just go and uh, have some time alone because uh, we have been busy the whole day. So we need time to rest. And so as they are going to Tyre and Sidon, Tyre and Sidon, uh, uh, Sidon was a great region. It was like a, a great province. But when King David came into power, um, Sidon started to become small because people were, were moving from Sidon looking for other greener pastures because of uh, um, the economy of Sidon. During the time of David, the, the economy of Sidon began to go down and so people started to move from Sidon. A tire was just a, a, a small place near the sea, um, an island near the sea, about two kilometers uh, away from, from Sidon. And so the Greeks began to build a bridge that was linking Sidon and, and Tyre. Because Tyre was just a, 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 an island on the sea. So they began to, to, to build a, a, a bridge that was linking. And as, as, as people, you know, uh, grew going to, to this place of uh, Tyre, uh, the bridge was expanded to a point that many people were now didn't know if Nukuti, uh, it was once an island. It was as if Tyre and Sidon were now one place. So Jesus is saying, okay, let us go to, to, to Tyre and Sidon. And um, as they are going there, we are told that uh, there is a lady who is coming from, 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 from Tyre and Sidon, a Canaanite woman, who comes to Jesus crying, and he says, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. So, for you to appreciate this uh, passage, you will also need to understand the background of what is happening in this passage. Uh, when King David took power um, uh, to be king of Israel, then the Jebusites were the ones that were occupying the place of Jerusalem. Jebusites, um, were, were, it was their place. And so David was instructed by the Lord to say, Jerusalem will be your capital. And because the name Jerusalem means it's a place of peace, David did not want to spill blood there to take over Jerusalem. So he wrote a letter to the Jebusites and said, I am now king of Israel, and uh, God has instructed me to take Jerusalem and make it the capital city of Israel. So I request you to vacate and give me space, because that's what the Lord has given me. And they responded to, to David with a letter as well, the Jebusites. And they said, for you, we don't even need to fight you. But what we are going to do with you, David, we are going to send you the blind 
the lamb and our women to fight you. But our soldiers are not going to fight you. We are going to send you our women. We are going to send you the blind. And we are going to send you the lamb. And so these three groups were the three groups that were um, used to insult the king at that time when David was saying, I want to take over Jerusalem. So from that time, during uh, the time of the reign of, of, of uh, uh, David, there was no good relationship with these three groups, the women, the lamb, and the blind. But David managed to serve the lamb when he called Mephibosheth to come to the table and sit with him. So the lamb he made peace with. But David did not make peace with the women and or made peace with the blind. That's why when Christ comes, even the blind still mention the word of uh, the name of David to say, Son of David, have mercy on me. You remember that blind man? Because he's saying, Your father, your great great grandfather did not make peace with the blind. Please have mercy. I'm calling you not only as Messiah, but as son of David, because that's where the problem started. So he says, the blind man says to Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me so that we can make peace uh, between uh, the reign of the children of, of, of David as well as the, uh, the blind. And so this woman, Jesus makes peace uh, with the blind when he heals the blind. But there is also this problem with the women. Jesus has not made a, a, a peace, or, or let me say, rather, uh, David did not make peace uh, with the women. So Jesus now has to make peace on behalf of, of his father. As you know, uh, what we find in the book of Deuteronomy, that uh, uh, you are able to pay or to redeem um, your relatives' um, uh, 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 brother or problems or whatever um, uh, if you are of that bloodline. So now, this lady comes here and he says, our problem also begins on David. And so, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And when you read here, it says, and Jesus was silent and he never said a word. Jesus does something that is so not like him. You would wonder, how can a savior, a messiah who is so loving, be quiet on somebody who is uh, calling him, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. You will remember that there are also Jews here who do not recognize Jesus as son of David. And yet he, this Gentile comes and calls Jesus for who he is, son of David, yet he keeps quiet. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And uh, she's, she says, my daughter is severely demon-possessed. When this lady comes to Jesus, it's like she is asking for mercy from Jesus for her daughter, not for herself. 
So she says, have mercy on my daughter, for she is uh, severely demon-possessed. But he answered her, not a word. So she continues with her petitions, and Jesus says nothing. Up until the disciples, as we are told in verse um, um, 23, that the disciples now came to Jesus and said, Hey, this lady is making a lot of noise. Please tell her to go away. You know, it's like the disciples are like the Seventh-day Adventists who feel they are custodians of the Sabbath. <laughs> if somebody has a ministry that also goes to church on Sabbath, they feel we have this mentality of saying, we must call them to come home. <laughs> we are not satisfied with them uh, doing whatever they are doing on Sabbath because they, it belongs to us. They must come back to us. So the disciples, they feel like they own Jesus. And now this lady is violating their rights. And they say, tell her. It means they have tried themselves to tell this lady to go away. But she has a stubborn faith. She is stubborn. She says, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And as she continues with this petition, Jesus is silent. Up until Jesus answers her and says, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then this lady changes from petitions because now Jesus has started from not answering. She continues uh, with her petitions to a point that she answer, he answers with an answer that is not desirable. And now she changes from petitions to worship. She, she says, I know what the king of Israel likes. There is a, a blackmail you can do to him because when it comes to worship, he is weak. He becomes weak when you start worshipping him. And he says, Lord. In verse 25, it says, Then she worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. Now, we know two people are sick. Because at first, when she came to Jesus, she said, My daughter has a problem. But now when she is worshipping, she, she says, I also have a problem. Help me. This Canaanite woman comes from the bloodline of uh, this woman, uh, Jezebel. And so, since the time of Solomon, when these Canaanites moved from their place coming to Jerusalem or to Israel, the only thing they did was corrupt the kings of Israel. 
to a point that even during the time of Ahab, Ahab forgot all the laws of God and followed the ways of Jezebel. And you know how it ended when Jezebel finally uh, was uh, given uh, her judgment. God said Jezebel will fall from the, the, from the top of the roof, but when she comes down, you won't find anything because her body will be devoured by dogs. And so from that very moment, all people that were coming from that side, from the, from the Canaanite side, where Jezebel is coming from, they were now called dogs. That's why Christ here says, I cannot take the children's food and give it to dogs. You will not understand the conversation when you don't know the background. They understand each other when God is saying, I cannot, you are a dog. They understand each other, where they are coming from. Because your great-grandmother was eaten by dogs, and since then you have become dogs yourselves. And yet she says, even dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Now, I want you to follow this lady very carefully. She begins with petitions and Jesus is silent. She goes on with those petitions and Jesus is silent. Up until Jesus answers and says, hey, I'm not sent to you. I am sent to the house of Israel. And the reason why I'm sent to the house of Israel is to correct the things that your grandmothers have done to the children of Israel. So my coming here is because of your problems that you have done to Israel. So leave me, let me take the children's food to the children. I cannot give it to dogs. Because the reason why Israel is like this is because of you. And so, Jesus goes from being silent because of the petitions that are coming to a point uh, that he, he answers. And when he answers now, he says, I cannot take the children's food. And then this lady comes from petitions. She now goes to worship. As we have come to 2020, 2019, we wrote a lot of uh, things, uh, requests and that we wanted from the Lord. And many of us, when we are looking back, we, we can say, my prayers were not answered. And one of the reasons is that we gave up too soon. When the Lord went silent on us, we said, maybe it is not his will. But he did not give us what we wanted because our characters did not match our requests. When he went silent on us, we gave up. But look at what this lady does, which we are supposed to copy as we enter 2020. We are not going to give up. Because he has even instructed us, pray without ceasing. We are going to knock on God's door 
this 2020, until we leave marks on his door. If we have to leave holes on his door because we are knocking, but we are not going to leave until he gives us what we want. So he's standing there. She says, I'm not going anywhere. Even when the disciples are saying, move, go away from me. She says, I'm not going anywhere because a cramp is enough for my problem. A cramp will be enough for my problems. I don't need much. I just need a cramp. The cramp will be enough for me and my daughter. Actually, what this lady is saying, when she says, you know, even dogs can feed from the crumbs that fall from the master's table. She says, you know, I have a problem myself. And that problem, since you are referring that I'm also coming from the house of Jezebel. I also inherited this problem from my great-grandmother. And I have also transferred this problem to my daughter. We are both sick. And we want to be liberated. And you cannot live here without liberating us. Because this problem continues from long back and we are still transferring these problems to our children. But it has to stop today. There is a Sidonian problem in us which we keep transferring to our daughters. And every time our daughters cross from Sidon to Israel, corruption begins. And so we want you to stop this son of David. And so Jesus says in verse 29, Oh, woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. So the woman is healed. And then he says, And her daughter was healed from that very hour as well. Amen. As, as families, there is a Sidonian spirit in all of us, there is no one who doesn't have a Sidonian spirit in him. There are things we have inherited from our fathers and from our grandfathers that we don't know. Some of the answers we give, some of the actions we do, they tell us that there is a Sidonian spirit in us. And so, this 2019, our prayer is, Lord, we want to come, we want you to come and step on the soil of Sidon so that our problems also can be healed. If it means we have to stay all night, fast, the whole week, we will do so, but we are not going anywhere until you give us those crumbs for our problems. But it stops with me. I'm not going to transfer this thing to my children. It has to stop. We want healing to come now. I don't know what, what is the Sidonian spirit that is troubling you, that has been haunting you for all these years. But as we start this year, it ends now. Because we are going to invite Christ into the soil of our hearts to come and step in it. And if it fails by petitions, we are going to worship. And when we begin to worship, 
This is what the king of Israel wants because he becomes weak when we begin to worship and he grants us everything. So when, so there are times during this 2020 when we will pray and never ask for anything but just shout his name and his greatness until he does what we want. So not all our prayers are going to be petitions. Because we have seen from these women that there is something we can do to God for him to grant us our petitions. If we fail by asking, then we are going to worship until he answers our prayers. And he says, oh, great is your faith. Remember, from silence to answering, and from answering, he goes to say, great is your faith. So God is going to say, great is our faith, because we are not going to go anywhere. When, when you get a good translation, the word great is your faith, actually is translated, you have a stubborn faith. You have a stubborn faith. A faith that does not give up. We give up too soon. We give up too soon. Many of us have asked a lot of things from God and we ended up saying it is not his will. But it was God's will. We gave up too soon. You remember, he tells his disciples that guys, pray without ceasing. Pray always. And he, he even gives them this parable of a lady who um, uh, says uh, this widow was coming to the king, a wicked king, every day to say, Please avenge me from my enemies. They have taken everything away from me. I want justice so that I can raise my kids. And then this, this king, because the king was wicked, he kept on saying, hey, go away, you are troubling me. And he said, this woman kept on knocking on the door of this king to a point that this king said, okay, let me grant her what, what she wants so that she can get behind my back. And then God says, if a wicked king can do that, because of her persistence, how much more your father in heaven? He will hear you. So we are not going to give up this 2020. We are going to pray until things happen. The Sidonian things that have been troubling us, the sins that have been transferred from our great-grandfathers, we are going to pray for them to stop now. And where our land is going to be healed. Whether we are from whatever family we are coming from, here is a privilege to start over. It stops with you. It's not going to, you are not going to transfer it to your daughters. You are not going to transfer it to your sons. It will stop now in Jesus' name. Let us um, pray. Kulunkulu Sizaguwe Miniloko. Because in all of us, there is a Sidonian spirit that lives in us. The things we do, some of them we don't even understand where they come from. We are not proud of ourselves. But today, we are making a commitment to say it ends with us. We are not going to transfer it to our sons and daughters. As we enter the new year, 
we are starting on a new page. All the things, the cases that came from our grandfathers and our fathers, they stop with us. We are requesting you to come and place your feet on our Sidonian soil so that our land also can be healed. We know that when you come to us, you will hear our prayer. And may you strengthen our faith so that we cannot give up too soon. There are things that we have asked from you uh, last year, and we ended up thinking that you were not interested in answering our prayer. But we realize now through your word that you have given us this morning that we gave up too soon. This year we are making a commitment as a church to say we are not going to give up until you bless us. Have mercy on us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.